I bid thee most humble greetings to this speech of digital tales, which dost number one hundred and thirty. I pray thee to find, in the first part, a tale old yet new, which speaks of gentle love and treachery most foul, doubly blessed, for it was originally penned by Shakespeare, now given to merry jest by Joss Whedon, so-called Much Ado About Nothing. Find you, in the second part, a tale of a father and son in a place most strange and dire. I pray thee, give pause and pay heed to this most honest and merry tale. Joss Whedon's Much Ado About Nothing was originally a Shakespeare play, and it is actually done in Shakespearean English, though technically I suppose that's Elizabethan English. And there's no pause in, I guess you could say, the depth of dialogue. It doesn't, you know, bounce out or in, you know, towards more modern style, at least as far as I know. So if you had a difficult time with my intro, if you have a difficult time with Shakespearean lingo, then this is absolutely not something you would want to watch. The time period is modern, though no terms were changed. As I said, it seems like just a straight conversion, you know, from the play to, you know, a movie. So there are a few odd things, like like two characters are princes, and then there's some counts. So, you know, there's titles are, you know, old school. Basically, the cast is from all of Joss Whedon's previous things. So if you have seen his most recent work, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., if you have seen Dollhouse, Firefly, Angel, or Buffy, there will be several people you recognize. Having seen all of his works, I think there were only like four people in the movie I didn't recognize, and one or two of them, I guess, were from The Avengers, and, you know, that's the only thing they were in. One was like a waitress in the Avengers, and she's done like one other thing ever. I was like, okay, that's why I don't recognize her. As is Joss Whedon's style, the parts which can be super funny are super funny. And even parts that aren't, you know, super funny are often subtly funny. It is filmed in black and white, which helps give it sort of a timeless feel. I think it helps us to focus on the characters as opposed to the sort of setting and background, which I believe was Joss Whedon's house. So it's not like, you know, a big mansion or anything kind of overly fancy. It's just, you know, in his house, they did it kind of, you know, for fun, I believe. And as part of that, you know, it is super low budget. And being in a house, there are a few scenes which sort of have kind of minor echo issues. They're very brief, and you probably won't even notice them. But if you are not okay with, you know, lower budget slash independent film type things, that's again something that might put you off. But if you are a Joss Whedon fan, and if you are a fan of Shakespeare, or at least, you know, are okay with it, I would highly recommend it. Since it is out on Blu-ray and DVD, I would recommend if you are into that sort of thing that you would probably want to purchase it. I would say watch it with popcorn, because it's kind of hilarious in parts. And I would say watch it with friends or loved ones, 
I forgot to note the rating on it, so pay attention to that. Probably looking at something like, you know, young to mid-teen at the youngest, just because of that language barrier. But I think it's a very good time if you like Joss Whedon and Shakespeare. After Earth is now out on physical media, so I finally had a chance to see it. It is rated PG-13. It's science fiction, and it's what I would call sort of a, a tale in an alternate world. The basis of the world is that in the future, the people of Earth have ruined the planet. They kind of show various disaster-type things happening. Kind of implied that it was due to abuse of resources that caused you know natural disasters and such. It's not really important why, I guess, but the people of Earth had to basically leave the planet. A special ranger group is formed from all of the militaries of the unified world. So in a way, it's kind of good because it tells a story that unifies the world as, you know, just human people. So they build some spaceships and they pick a planet to move to and they move to the new planet. And the new planet is attacked by aliens. And this part is a little bit confusing because it's explained that the aliens bioengineered this sort of creature specifically to hunt down the humans, but they don't really explain what happens to the aliens after that. It's like, do they just leave? Why would they just leave? And if they didn't just leave, did the humans beat them? What happened to them? So it's kind of unanswered questions about the sort of makers of this genetically bred critter, which basically hunts down humanity and is a soldier for them. But there's a war, and during the war we are introduced to Will Smith's character. He becomes this sort of special super soldier. Through training and just being generally awesome, his character discovers a way to defeat the bad guys, and he eventually leads humanity to victory. During the war, however, he had two children who were growing up. One was lost during the war. And the movie revolves around him and his son, who is the remaining child, trying to reconcile a lot of their relationship difficulties that have arisen because of this. The son is trying to, you know, sort of live up to the father's expectations, being an absentee soldier. And the father is trying to, you know, deal with becoming a father again because he's been a soldier for so long. Another part of the movie, which is kind of the bigger part, revolves around them basically just trying to stay alive together. They were on their way to a planet for training with other soldiers when the ship they were in sort of hit an asteroid storm and crashed. And basically, they are the only ones left. Will Smith's character is badly injured and has to stay in the spaceship. So most of the movie is revolved around his son being out in the field trying to get to a specific beacon, which can send out a signal, and, you know, in theory, save them both. The movie has some pretty cool tech in it. A lot of this stuff sort of revolves around, I guess you could say, organic tech. So it's like the spaceship kind of looks like a giant stingray. Some of the doors and window coverings look like 
you know, valves in your veins that open and close or kind of look like spider webs. So that really helps the movie have sort of this completely alien feel to it. I thought it was actually pretty good. It certainly didn't seem as bad as everyone, you know, claimed it was at the time it came out. I have certainly seen a lot worse movies, that's for sure. Was it Will and Jaden Smith's best performance? Probably not, although I think they have been in very few things together. I think the story and sort of way the characters were written in Pursuit of Happiness allowed them to have, you know, a much better performance. A lot of After Earth, you know, was done solo by Jaden Smith, you know, out in the wilderness, which means he was acting against, you know, basically green screen. Probably a lot of the stuff Will Smith was doing was also against green screen. Though I suppose it could be argued, you know, he does a lot of sci-fi in general, particularly the Men in Black series, so he should be used to it. But their performances were certainly not terrible. I thought it was good entertainment, but I don't think it would be on too many people's shortlist for favorites. I would say rent it, and I would say watch it with popcorn. You can watch it with friends or loved ones if you like, but I don't think it is so awesome or overly endearing in terms of, you know, the father-son relationship that, you know, really needs to be shared with people. I think seeing it alone would be just fine. So I guess some release dates have gotten away from me, and there is quite a bit of news. The Wolf Among Us is now out. I was really looking forward to that because I really like the Walking Dead series. Like I said, I kind of lost track of the release date. I thought it was still ways off, and I kind of honestly forgot about it. Because it kind of had a lot of news about it right when it was announced, and then there was like hardly any news. And then there's like, oh, here's a review of it. And I'm like, what? It's out? So it's out. It seems like it's kind of the same in terms of price as The Walking Dead. It's 25 bucks, and it's broken into chapters. Right now I'm really kind of focused on getting my laptop as soon as possible, so I don't really have the spare money, which was very sad. I would have loved to have talked about it, but it's probably going to be a few weeks before I have that flexibility. But if you want to check it out, it is now out. Or at least, I think the first chapter is out. I don't know if the, the whole set of five is out yet or not. Borderlands 2 has new downloadable content out on the 22nd called TK Baja's Bloody Harvest. I think this is the first in a series that is designed around getting you some special character stuff. Specifically, I think special heads that you can use and, you know, show off to your friends. I think it was priced at 10 bucks, so it's not cheap, but, you know, it's about the same as the other downloadable content stuff. Batman Arkham Origins is due out on October 25th. Ender's Game, a movie, is due out on November 1st. One new thing that I'm really looking forward to on TV is called Almost Human. It has Carl Urban as one of the main characters, and it looks like it's sort of a iRobot-based kind of story. He's a police person, not sure as to his rank or position, 
But I guess he has lost some body parts. They've shown, like, his right leg, I think, is now synthetic, as they're calling it. And there's apparently this new requirement that all police must run with a synthetic partner, which is, you know, basically a robot. And apparently he doesn't get along with his because they're kind of bland and follow the rules very strictly, so he tosses him out the car. And then we're introduced to his new partner, who is, I guess, an older model who has feelings. But they were, you know, discontinued because they did have feelings. So it looks like a really awesome and interesting series. I believe it was by J.J. Abrams, so if you're into science fiction and you like his stuff, it's probably something you're going to want to keep an eye out for. The second movie for Thor, Thor The Dark World, is due out on November 8th. I was never really into Thor in the comics, but I gotta say the movies do look pretty cool. I will probably go see it. XCOM's Enemy Within downloadable content is due out on November 15th. And that's it for all the news. So I guess that is it for this week's Rabbit Tremblings. Hopefully people had an okay time. Didn't just talk about Hearthstone stuff this time. I feel kind of sad about that. Because I like to have, you know, several things in case people are not interested in one of the things. I'm recording this sort of early evening on Wednesday. If all goes according to plan, I will be ordering my new laptop just after midnight tonight for me. It will already have happened hopefully by the time you are listening to this and you could go to my facebook page and see you know if that happened or not because right now the main site i order stuff from is showing it as out of stock apparently though they actually just send your order to a different company and i checked the different company's site and the different company shows that they are in stock so hopefully i'll be able to catch one tonight and everything will be cool if it goes out of stock that would be very sad. I didn't even consider that might happen. I buy stuff that's important so rarely. It's like the stuff I normally buy. It's like not a big deal. It doesn't go out in stock. So hopefully that will all go well. And um, next week I will have my new laptop. I had an appointment with my doctor at school who is doing my blood pressure stuff. Kind of sad news, I guess. She thought some stuff was good. Some stuff was slightly better. But there is concern that the blood pressure medicine that was damaging my liver is doing more damage. So even the small dose I'm on is too much. So she's going to take me off that so we can get that load off of my liver. Hopefully that will go back to, you know, being very good again. But I guess apparently my cholesterol stuff is very bad. And since I can't really control my diet, you know, due to the sad homeless stuff, we're going to check out some different medicines on that shortly. Um, Not immediately because she's going to change one of my blood pressure medicines. So we're going to see how that goes for like a month and then, you know, look at maybe some cholesterol stuff after that. So she's kind of very worried about that. I mean, it's not 
anything to panic about yet, but it is apparently of some concern, and she wants to try and sort that out as well. So, sad news for my sad life, but I suppose not anything, you know, super tragic. And hopefully, you know, in the meantime, medicine can, um, you know, take care of most of the issues. But I guess that's all I can think of this time. And hopefully, I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. I reflect on my reflection And I ask myself the question What's the right direction to go? I don't know A special ranger group is formed from all of the militaries of the unified world. So what? Wait, 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 wait. He becomes this sort of special super superhero. They were on their way somewhere with some other soldiers. <coughs> they were on their way somewhere with some old. <laughs> and you can, you know, go to my site and check out if that went okay. And now all. I want him in the games until he dies and play. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you friend me, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at rabbitdot.com. It's rabbit.com, but with not a period. When you type rabbit's ramblings, don't use the space, and be sure to put the number one in place of I whenever you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2013 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.